generosity. As we do that, I want to invite our Haiti team up. We had a team of five people uh, who were in Haiti uh, just in the last couple of weeks, and I want to introduce them to you and uh, let, take a minute to just let them tell you a couple of things about their trip. A uh, great group of folks here. If you're new to Genesis and you haven't heard us talk about our work in Haiti, uh, Genesis Church has made the decision that uh, we want to be involved in the work that God is doing there uh, in Haiti, just outside of Port-au-Prince. And this last fall, we, we, we kind of got the, balls even, the ball rolling even more on, on being involved there with Haiti and uh, with Nehemiah Vision Ministries. And now, uh, who, who were we to know of what was going to happen there and that God would even use Genesis Church uh, to be a part of some of the great work happening uh, right outside of Port-au-Prince. But this great team where it was down there serving, uh, Jackie Brumley, uh, an RN, been to Haiti a few times, but uh, had the opportunity to spend two weeks in Haiti actually prior to this team arriving. And uh, as an RN, I know you were working specifically in the medical clinic, uh, seeing all sorts of people. I think you set up to five, 6,000 people in two weeks. But there was one person in particular that you saw. Uh, tell us a little bit about that, uh, that visit. Okay. Um, we had this lady come in. She was an older lady. She's a diabetic. And she had wounds on her legs. And she had assumed, because six months prior, um, somebody put a voodoo curse on her husband and thrown voodoo powder on him, and it had gotten on her leg, which she assumed that's what was caused the wounds. Fortunately, because of the earthquake, we had access to a helicopter that medevaced her over to University of Miami, who was working out of Port-au-Prince Hospital. They had to, she lost her leg, but she saved her life, because the voodoo is very powerful down there. And as going in as a medical person, you're trying to treat the physical symptoms, but these people are associating this stuff with the voodoo, which... So it makes it kind of difficult to treat, but... Wow. And I know you saw children and men and women and, and people with injuries that we so easily take for granted here, but if left untreated... Right. Well, and just things we take for granted, like dry eyes. It's very common down there because it's so dusty and respiratory problems. And we rush off to CVS and Walgreens to get supplies for that stuff, and there's, they don't have that down there, so... Pass it down to Mike Parton. Uh, Mike, uh, I know that you yes, guys sir. got into the city of Port-au-Prince a couple of times, and we've seen all those images on TV. Uh, you kind of went in expecting to see one thing, but uh, tell us a little bit about your experience there yeah, at the Presidential absolutely. Palace. <clears throat> so we had just wrapped up at the National Soccer Stadium, and we, they did a big food distribution there, and we were riding in the back of a, a modified box truck. And I was very excited about this, this piece of it because it was uh, an opportunity for us to not have any filter. There was no Nehemiah Vision filter. There was no uh, church anything filter. So we were really going to see the streets of Haiti, the streets of Port-au-Prince, as they really were at night. And so, um, but a couple things that, that really struck me. One of them was right in front of the presidential palace, which this is their version of the White House and it's completely in ruins. There's nothing left of it. And there's an impromptu tent city that has popped up in the streets out in front. And standing there in the dark, in the mud, and ruins, and fires everywhere, were about 400 people. And it's about the size of this room. I'll stand in there at a uh, impromptu drive-in movie theater that was playing the Campus Crusade for Christ Jesus film. And... What was amazing, I mean, think about what that would be here in the States. People would be throwing a fit about it. And there they had 400 people standing in the streets, jumping up and down, singing, praising God when the fishes and low scene popped on. It was amazing. Um, and probably three miles later down the road, completely disassociated from this group, there was a mob, I would say, 
uh, maybe 50 people or so walking down the street. And as the bus van, whatever we were in, drove past them, the tap tap, as we drove past them, uh, we could see their faces and hear them. And they weren't angry. They weren't out looking for trouble. These were people that were walking down the street in pitch black, surrounded by ruins and despair, singing, I will praise no God before you. So I felt like that's when I saw the real Haiti. Awesome. Well, speaking of praising, Carrie, uh, just a couple of weeks ago, uh, you and this team, you were worshiping uh, in Chambrun uh, with a worship service, all of the volunteers and people that had come from the village. What, what was that experience like for you? Well, the experience kind of developed when Pastor Pierre ad- announced that it was the first day of the three days of national prayer. And so he said, we need to stop whatever we had planned today, and we need to go to the village and have church. And so our group, um, a group from GAIN, which is Global Aid Network, who was staying at Esperandu's, um, they came, the interpreters that we used every day, who were, became all of our good friends, they were just wonderful. Uh, they came, and we got to the village, and there were a lot of people from the village that joined us, and we all set up church outside. People were moving benches, and we had some guitars, and um, Pastor Pierre just led us in a, an impromptu service, and I just remember the feeling of that morning. And, you know, Haiti is really beautiful. There were these majestic mountains all around, and it was a hot day, but you could feel this breeze, and we were all kind of still and quiet, and just together we sang and prayed and uh, cried and had moments of silence and celebrated, and uh, the one thing that stands out is there were people that spoke German and French and Creole and English all together, and at one point, uh, Pastor Pierre asked us all to just say prayers aloud, and you just heard these myriad of voices in the air, and it was just, it was beautiful. Awesome. And I, and I remember even you guys saying that at, during that church service of them passing around like an offering bag, an offering can, and hear all these people with little to nothing, and you could just hear the tink, the sounds of the coins mm-hmm. being dropped in the can. And yeah. what, what, a, what an awesome form of worship. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daniel, I, I know that you guys... Uh, uh, you obviously were out and about quite a bit, and, and what Mike already alluded to of hearing people sing, but you, you were talking specifically about just driving down the road and what you could hear off in the distance. Absolutely. Uh, Carrie brought up the, the day of prayer. When, when we first started out that morning, um, we all had the impression of, okay, we're going to go do a med clinic, you know, and we'll get to the village. And, and uh, as soon as Esperando let us know that they were having a national day of prayer, and, you know, today was the first day. Uh, you had to be loose, you had to be flexible, and so we're like, okay, we'll see what happens, and uh, as we drive out of uh, Port-au-Prince and we're heading out, um, as the tap-tap would come to a screeching halt, um, every one of us was quiet, and you could, you could hear off in the village, you couldn't see it, but it was, it was behind the houses and everything, and you could hear the people just singing out, just hallelujah, and it was the, I mean, it was just amazing. You could feel the Holy Spirit just pouring out of, of that village and of those people. Mm. And, and so later, you know, we get to Shambron and, and when, and Esperanto just seems to be led, um, you know, by God, just having us all just come together, sit down. And, and I remember Esperanto also saying, uh, merci, Savior, merci, Savior, just thank you. And it, it was just so powerful, just so powerful. And that's what, just in hearing some of your stories, I mean, you, you, you saw the anger, you saw the frustration, you saw the brokenness and the devastation, but an overwhelming sense 
of just gratefulness and people reaching out and supporting one another and uh, of hope, you know, hope found in God. Mike, uh, tell, tell us a story that you told me about uh, the, the gentleman okay. who was praying. Um, the day we spent right downtown at the soccer stadium, the National Soccer Stadium is a, an IDP camp, International Displaced Person. Um, there's, they are saying somewhere between six and 7,200 people, they're just living on the soccer field um, in tents that are, a lot of them are just sheets and sticks. Um, so uh, it's a small enough camp, believe it or not. Um, some of these camps have tens of thousands of people, but it's a small enough camp it's being overlooked by some of the larger organizations. So GAIN, which is affiliated with Campus Crusade and Nehemiah Vision are kind of adopting it. And the guy that runs the stadium, Ben, actually one of the pictures with Mike and I is with Ben because we thought he's pretty cool. He's really trying to take care of the people that have shown up in his soccer stadium. and. Um, so anyway, that day we spent there, we ran a medical clinic, and um, Jackie said first service. These clinics, I mean, we're firing people through these things, hundreds of people in a day. The doctors are sweating, the nurses are sweating, and um, I have no skills. So I stood out <laughs> by the line and tried to just keep people from cutting. That was my job. And um, so that's those pictures of me. I'm standing in the line. But... Um, as these people were flying through, and, you know, it's, it's chaotic, and there's a lot of people, and there's a bit of a push there, and um, um, watching, you know, all these people that are getting help, that's great, but I noticed there's a guy with us from Seymour, half of our team was from Seymour, a guy's name was Don Bradley, he's a retired architect, he's there actually helping design a hospital that's going to get started this month, um, that'll hopefully get finished this year uh, out in Jambrun. But uh, he didn't know exactly what he was going to be doing, and nobody kind of gave him a job. And I turn around, and he's at the exit where people were walking out of this clinic, and he's praying with every person that came through. He offered prayer with everyone. Um, I think three people said no after treatment, and um, he, he prayed with hundreds of people. Every time I turn around, the guy was holding somebody who was crying, crying with him, <clears throat> or on his knees. A lot of them, when he offered, hey, do you want to pray with me? They just dropped to their knees. Um, so of the images that are in my head, and there's a lot, <laughs> um, that one, I, I don't think I'll forget watching Don offer prayer and to help carry the burden of people who are just hurting and also to carry the burden of the believers that are there. That Just for one second, there was a guy who was showing his love and, and helping him. So that was awesome. Things stuck with me. I'm so grateful that you guys had this experience, and, and for, for those of you that helped make it possible, and uh, we're, we're going to be involved in Haiti for a long time. I really believe that it's just a relationship that God has, has orchestrated, and you guys are going to help lead the way uh, in many ways for the rest of us, and so thanks for giving of your time and going, and, and I just want to say thank you to you as a church. Uh, we just sent another gift uh, for almost $5,000 to Haiti because the gifts from you keep coming in. Uh, we've given almost $20,000 as a church this year, which uh, I think is awesome. So, so thank you for that, and, and we're looking forward. We're going to have another team going that can involve Genesis people in May, and if you have any interest in that at all, I hope that you'll find one of these people and ask them about that trip. Uh, you can mark on your connection card, Haiti, and we'll try and get you some more information, but, but we're looking forward to that. I, I want to pray for these guys for the continued work in Haiti, but I also want to make sure we don't forget what happened in Chile yesterday. I'm sure most of you heard an 8.8 magnitude earthquake, uh, and so just kind of waiting still to see what the word is going to be there, so let's be remembering those people there too. Let's pray. God, we, we thank you for this team, for these men and women, and for the experience that you gave them, God, and I pray that it would change them forever. I, I want to thank you for the men and women, the families that supported them to make it possible. 
we, we thank you, God. I, I give you thanks for this church, for all of the sacrifices and the gifts that have been given here, Lord, and have been sent on uh, as a part of the work that you're doing to make things right, to bring lives back together in Haiti right now. We remember our friends that are serving there today. We remember Esperando, our, our missionary God, and just pray for his continued support and strength, his wife and kids who are here in the States right now. Uh, but we just pray, God, that one life at a time, you just continue working there, uh, that your name would be praised, that people would, would be able to turn to you and find strength and healing in your name. We also want to lift up uh, the men and women and children of Chile right now, all those that were affected by that devastation there yesterday. God, we pray that those who are, are hurting and maybe trapped would be found. We pray that those who have wounds that, that need the medical care, that they can, they can receive that, God, and that you would use uh, hospitals and, and churches, Lord, uh, even Genesis, God, in whatever way you would choose uh, to bring healing to that place. Uh, we give you thanks. We give you all the praise. And it's in Jesus' name we say all these things. Amen. Hey, let's give these guys a hand one more time. Thanks, guys.